It is episode 37. That is right, 37 episodes of your favorite podcast. It's Burgers and Brats with your hosts Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. It only took 37 episodes, but Daniel Jones is the future of the New York football giants. He looked really impressive. Got him a win. Giants got a win. And actually, I mean, I don't think you can call that whole game a win, though, because of... They should have lost that game. It's Tampa Bay won that game. That was the first time I saw a stat. First time that, uh, well, first game for Daniel Jones. But he was down, what, 18-plus? Came back and won. And Eli Manning in his career is like 0-44 in those situations? I think the Giants are 0-80-something in those situations as well. So Daniel Jones already bringing a new era to the to this franchise. But a real loss, though, with Saquon Barkley now out with a high ankle sprain for four to eight weeks. That's going to be tough. Do you think they can get back-to-back wins or even have some success this season? Uh, in those games, they play the Jets, the New England Cardinals, and I think the Panthers, so it's going to be tough, but Daniel Jones did look good. He looked like a superstar out there, so maybe they can get, I think they can beat the Cardinals, maybe, but not. they're not beating New England, so they can maybe get one or two wins in there. I mean, who's beating New England? I mean, Miami will beat honest. them next game, really? Miami. Wow, uh, you're fired. <laughs> but yeah, um, Jones threw for 336 yards, uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions, so, I mean, game-winning. He led them on a game-winning drive. Daniel Jones. he sh- That's Daniel Jones. He should not have done that. I didn't think he was capable of it. A lot of people didn't think he would be good. Why was he the number six pick? Giants saw something, and maybe they found their next Eli Manning. Are you convinced he's the next Eli Manning? Well, I mean, he looks like him, right? Kind of? <laughs> they, they look no, like twins. Similar, right? They look the same. Um. I don't know. I mean, he looked good. It's just one game, so you can't just go ahead and say the whole season's going to be great. It's Tampa Bay. It is Tampa Bay. So until he matches up against a very tough opponent and then see how he does there, then you really can't make a full round of judgment. So I, don't I mean, he got the win. They should have lost. Tampa misses a field goal to end the game. But So here's a stat. The Giants, they've lost 23 straight games when trailing after the third quarter. And they, they came back and won today, or Sunday, so. Giants have not been good for a while. So <laughs> no. that, that makes total sense for their franchise. So does Daniel Jones get the start for the rest of the year? I think so. I, I really do. I mean, you can't be much worse than the way Eli was playing, and they didn't look good through two games. And then he looks great, leads him to a comeback win. There's momentum, even though there's not a whole lot of momentum because look who's in that division, Cowboys-Eagles. Not even including Redskins. Cowboys. Cowboys 3-0, baby. Them boys. So, I don't think you you look at that, and there isn't that much hope, but they can have a successful, well, successful season by getting better, winning a few games, and maybe being around 500. For New York, that's probably a successful season because they've been bad for a while. No, yeah, this team can, if they get six wins, that's a win. That's a Super Bowl win this year. So, I mean, expectations, they're raised now for Daniel Jones. I, um, If he would have lost, I think they would have been just get a few wins this year. But now, they're expected to do pretty good with him. I mean, they, I mean, yeah, they should do better. But, I mean, you're not going to beat the Cowboys or Eagles. So, you're not winning the division. You're not making the playoffs. But you can use this as a, this is a developmental year to see how well Daniel Jones can do. Did you watch the Eagles against... The Lions, they did not look good. They did not look good, no. They can, but I think they can get a win. But have you watched the Cowboys? All right, they played Case Keenum, 
Eli Manning, Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, not Ryan Fitzpatrick. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't get in time. I think Ryan's better yeah. than Josh Rosen. Look, the Cowboys are going to be tested. They're going on the road. They're playing Sunday night football. Versus? The New Orleans Saints. Ooh. Okay, Teddy down, Bridgewater. Down in, L- in uh, New Orleans. That's going to be a very tough matchup for Dak Prescott. But, look, I, I see the Cowboys, as I said, I see them Super Bowl bound. I'm saying it. Homer. I've said a Super Bowl bound. This team looks good and is stacked. It is a stacked team with a good defense. You couldn't be there without Jason Witten. Jason Witten is the whole team. He is. He's the whole team. See, you're thinking your Cowboys make it. I'm I'm thinking the Broncos make it. If we're putting in the Homer stuff, like you're just delusional. I'm saying Denver 0 and three. They're gonna turn it around. Go. Um, 13 and 3. Yeah, I can that, see it. That is right. Joe Flacco is going to have that epiphany like, wow, I can be good. He looks terrible. Not he good. He looks awful. He's not good. He had two fumbles and an interception against the Packers. So, what do the Broncos do going forward? What do they do? What? Well, I mean, Locks injured. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, what do you do? I mean, you're stuck, right? Put Phillip Lindsay in. Put Von Miller in as quarterback. Really? I'm down for really? it. I would, I would love to see it. I'm sure all of Denver would love to see it. It would keep it interesting. But. You know who hasn't been playing that good of, at quarterback this year? Who we thought would be amazing? Who's that? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield does not look good. There's not a whole lot of shake and bake right now. I, have you seen the thing? Fantasy football. Daniel Jones earned 34 points uh, in one game. Baker is just at 34 points. Baker has not three. reached double digits in two of the three games so far. That should worry any fantasy owners, and I'm thinking of someone in mind right now, who's got Baker Mayfield, one of our friends. Baker Mayfield is a starting quarterback. Look, the Browns are not bad. The Browns should be good. It's the O-line that's troublesome, and Baker is not what we saw last year. Okay? So there's got to be something in the offensive scheme that's got to change for Freddie Kitchens because it's not looking good right now. Who do you blame more for Sunday night? Freddie Kitchens or Baker Mayfield? I think you blame Freddie Kitchens on his play calling, and he even admitted it after the game. He should have run with Nick Chubb. We didn't see that on that last drive when it's, what are they? First and, they're on the 10, the 15, the 20, somewhere right there. They're in the red. They need a touchdown. Send this thing to overtime. All right, was it? Yeah, it was for it overtime, was, right? Yeah. yeah. And what do we see? Pass, 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 pass. I mean, nothing, nothing on the ground. So you get Nick Chubb involved a little more. Maybe something happens because Nick Chubb had a fairly good night. Really yeah. good night. But the one time he did get the ball, um, Browns got the ball back um, with about 20 seconds left. They run a draw play on fourth and nine. Yeah. Fourth and nine, they run a draw play. This isn't James Franklin and Penn State. This is the NFL. You don't run a draw play on fourth and nine. So that was a huge mistake. And, you know, I there's a lot of pressure riding on Cleveland. There's a ton. There shouldn't. And the pressure may be getting to this team because it may be unrealistically. And America may be getting their hopes up too much about this Browns team. I want to see Baker do really well. Big Baker fan. You agree. We're both yes. big Baker fans. We want to see it happen. But I just think that maybe now there's too much pressure on this team. Too much of America saying, or not America, but people cheering on the Browns. Like, we want this team to be really good. But maybe we're a year ahead. Maybe we need another year to kind of get the O-line fixed and fix some things out. Because, you know, you got OBJ. you got Nick Chubb. You've got Baker Mayfield. You've got Jarvis Landry. You've got great offensive weapons. But Baker is getting sacked too much. He's getting attacked. The O-line is not protecting him. 
Oh yeah, it sucks because we America wants this team to go to the Super Bowl. We're ready. We want Odell Baker Chubb to go to the Super Bowl. But yeah, there's just so much pressure on this team, which we thought they could handle it. But their schedule's been tough. People are throwing so much hate on Baker Mayfield on Twitter. But I mean, he played the Rams. The Rams are a really good team. They just went to the Super Bowl. So he threw for he was eighteen for thirty six, hundred and ninety five yards, one touchdown, one interception. So not a great night, but he played great a great team. He's got a tough schedule coming up. Ravens, 49ers, so it's gonna be tough for the Browns to try and make it to the even the playoffs, maybe. They're one and two. It's not looking good. You know, and going back to Joe Flacco, I mean Joe Flacco the Ravens sitting Joe Flacco and putting in Lamar changed the course of that team. If Flacco is still the starting quarterback for the Ravens. They're going nowhere. So that changed everything for the Baltimore Ravens. Browns are at the Ravens this week. Can the Browns recover if they go 1-3 and three to start their season? Because that's a tough... I mean, look, you're not saying that the Steelers are tough this year because you can beat them. But you look at how good now this... You look at this Ravens team. That's scary. Ravens could go up 3-1, sending the Browns to 1-3. If the Browns go 1-3, I think their season is pretty much done. Because that, that schedule is tough. They've got, I think, the sixth hardest schedule in the NFL. Um, they play New England, I think, this year. But, yeah, it's going to be tough. They've, they've got to get it together. I don't know what's happening in Cleveland. It's the Cleveland curse, but they've got to get it together. This, this is Baker's biggest road test this week in his NFL career so far is winning this game because it sets the course. I mean, 2-2 two and is not bad. You would knock the Ravens 2-2, two and two, and there you go. You're kind of reset, button. But going 1-3 and three puts even that much more pressure on a, like we said, and already, I mean, they are full of pressure. There's so much people writing saying, this team has to win. This team has to produce. And maybe it's getting to Baker Mayfield. He would never admit that, but maybe it is. Oh, yeah, the fuel drives him, but... It's going to be a tough week for Cleveland this week. But, Matt, you know, what is going on with Antonio Brown? What He retires from the NFL this week, re-enrolls at, um, what, Central Michigan? So does he think he has eligibility left to play college? That would be interesting. Let's let him uh, – <laughs> let's see him on, on their team this, this weekend, right? Um, and that wouldn't actually surprise me, too, somehow if he just is playing. Somehow that works. That CTE you know? is crazy. How does a man just go off? He went off on Twitter on everyone, Robert Kraft, just every Big person ben. every person that's done something wrong, he went off on them. It's a very sad story, and that's the only way I really can put it. I mean, something is going on with AB. It is a mess, of course, with all the um, you know allegations, everything going against him, um, and that's a whole investigation in itself. It's, it's a sad situation. Um, you know, I don't want to judge anybody's character. I don't, you know, I, I've never met the guy. I don't know if he's a good guy or if he is just, you know, not good to people. I don't know. But from a career that he had in Pittsburgh, one of a, one of great wide he was receivers. the best receiver in the league for a couple of years. Best and, receiver. And then over this past year, things have deteriorated with the Steelers. Oakland was great for probably the first few days in the honeymoon era and then it went downhill and then with the Patriots it was great for a week until it wasn't great I don't I don't get it 
this is the weirdest story for a guy who's threatened to retire a couple times and is now saying he's retiring, but we'll see. He'll him, come back, maybe. Him being on New England, that was going to be the greatest receiver-quarterback duo. That was going to be insane. Like, you were not going to stop them. He, you saw what he did with just one week of practice. He had five catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. So, I mean, just putting him and Tom Brady together for even longer, that duo was going to be insane. But then he gets cut after he apparently texted the accuser and released it. I don't know why you do that or even text the accuser. But, yeah, he gets cut this week and then retires. When you anger Robert Kraft and the Patriots and they don't want you, you're done. Yeah. You're done for. It's over. And that may be the end of his career. So do you think that he unretires and comes back? I could see it happening. Nothing surprises me anymore. I mean, this story. <laughs> I mean, it is a, it's like, well, that's shocking. But then you go, not really. This is a mess. This whole storyline's a mess. So it wouldn't surprise me if he comes back. But then is that team going to pay him any money to play? Because, I mean... I, he is not a couple he, hundred thousand. He does not command any of the money that he was. Sorry, that's shot. You're not getting all those millions of dollars. He lost like nine million dollars. Yeah, he had all these deals of what thirty to fifty mil or something. I mean, he got cut from on. Nike, oh, and then he complains so and complains about not getting his money. You're but doing yeah. it to yourself. I don't. I don't think he sees this. I. I think he comes back. I. I think he comes back this year, but towards the end of the year, I think. He'll come back for a couple hundred thousand. Why not pay him a couple hundred thousand? I mean, he'll get more than that. Yeah. He'll get more than that. A few mil, but not much. You think a mil? A few mil? I mean, that's... I mean, mean, that's that's still a lot of money. That's still a lot of money, yeah, but that's kind of where I would see it. What, Dak Prescott's making, like, what? 500,000? I don't know. I have to look that one up. Not that much. He's not going to make 40 mil, though, this season. I think he makes, like, maybe 900,000. A little close to a million. No, okay. You're wrong. You're wrong. I mean, he's worth it. He's worth. Especially, okay, I used to say twenty to twenty-two. I'd I'd bump it up to twenty-five mil. That's where I see an average. Sand, They're not going to pay him twenty-five million though. No, they will. Jerry no. Jones will open that pocketbook. He will. Of course, Jerry will. Jones will. Yeah, Jerry Jones will. <laughs> I think he's paying everyone else. Him and Amari are the next two to get paid, and we're going to keep this core of Cowboys for the next couple of years. Are you going to pay this year? A lot of people. It's we're keeping this people. core. This is a good team. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. Okay. So, all right, we'll talk about that. Um, Moving to a segment called some NFL quick debates. So, Matt, Jimmy G or Jacoby Brissett in the battle of the ex-Brady backups? Who are you taking? I like Jacoby Brissett. What he did last week, I mean, he started the game 16 for 17 on passes. Jacoby Brissett was my starting quarterback week one in my fantasy league because of we all know all the, the tragedies that happened with my league, uh, my team. Um, Saquon, Luck, yeah, Darnold. No Luck, no Saquon. But I liked, I really liked what Brissett did last week, and they got the win, I believe. Yeah, Indiana, yeah. Indiana Indianapolis got it, right? Yeah, they, they beat Atlanta this week. Be, yeah. So I'm, I like what Brissett's done. He's filled in very well for Andrew Luck, and I think they're going to have a pretty decent season. So. Both teams look good. Both quarterbacks look really good. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo's 3-0. and Brissett's 2-1. and But, yeah, I think Brissett looks a lot better. Here's some stats on the season. Um, Jimmy G is 58-84, 739 yards, 5 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. Brissett, 66 for 92, 646 yards, 
seven TDs, and only one interception. And that's the big thing. Jimmy G's going to throw interceptions, and Brissett has done a really good job taking care of the ball. And that's that's where you look at the story and go, yeah, I'm going to lean a little bit towards Jacoby Brissett. But Jimmy G's done a good start. After we talked about this in one of our other episodes, you look at the preseason, and he did not look good at all, and he's turned it on, and he's led San Francisco to a really good start. But i got to go Brissett. Same, same, same. So, the pit... Pittsburgh Steelers or Miami future? Which one is more bright? Oh, you're kidding me, right? Miami. Of course not. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has the people in place to win. You got James Conner. You got Juju Smith-Schuster. You got Mason Rudolph now. He looked pretty good last yeah, week. Mason Rudolph was not bad. It almost won the game. You had Mason Rudolph, and you know Big Ben will come back, and that's going to be an interesting decision. If Mason Rudolph really takes off this season, Big Ben will be coming back, but how do they do that? Or does Big Ben maybe find himself going to another team? I don't know. But Miami, I don't see anything. I see players every week telling their agents, get me off this team. I don't care if you have 20 picks. That's going to take a long rebuilding process. And they are really in trouble in Miami. I don't care if you've got all these picks to get the highest talent, tank for Tua, whatever. That's going to take time to build. Pittsburgh's got a much clearer future in the next five years of being better than Miami's a dumpster fire. No, yeah, Pittsburgh's got everyone. They look good. Miami, you can't trust anyone down there. Can't trust anyone. So, go on Pittsburgh. But yeah, hopefully they suck for the duck or tank for Tua. Wow. Wow. You know, really, this is you said this is a debate. We're green on everything. Yeah. Come on, man. So, What's all right, going on? All right, another one. Green Bay or Dallas? Okay. Now this is probably where we're going to differ. You know i got to go Dallas, and I've already said all my points, so Cowboys. I'm going Dallas, too. Really? Right now. For trashing on them right now right with now. Dak, and now you're agreeing. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is and old. Green Bay. Old. No. Aaron Rodgers is old. Their defense looked good. They've looked good the past three games. Aaron Rodgers is looking good now, but he had a slow start to the season. D- Green Bay's catching up, but Dallas is on top right now. Dallas hasn't played anyone, all right, that, but they look really dominant in doing and playing these terrible teams. So right now I'm going Dallas, but we'll see how the season progresses. I just have a lot more faith in Aaron Rodgers, but right now, Dallas. Got to give Dak some love. Got to give Dak He's love. looked good. He's earning that money, well, that he hasn't got yet. Yeah. Maybe he won't. Maybe he will. Kind of waiting on that, Matt. When is that going to happen? When are you going to fire Jason Garrett and pay Dak? Look, they're not firing Jason Garrett right now. and I. I'm... You should root for the Cowboys to lose so you can no, fire look, Jason Garrett. No, look, I'm not going to root for the Cowboys to lose. I've been rooting for them to get rid of Garrett the last couple of seasons when we weren't winning, but they've not made that decision. So, look, Jason Garrett's staying. If they win a Super Bowl, he's staying. If they make the playoffs and go deep, he's staying. Jason Garrett is not going anywhere. Now, if the XFL folds in a couple years, Bob Stoops is already in Dallas. I would love to see Bob Stoops take over. But that's a whole other conversation. I would, too. I'd love to see that, too. So, yeah, I guess those were our quick debates. No disagreements, really. No, no debates. Wow. That was lame. <laughs> that was lame. I, I, we'll come back with some other ones. We'll, we'll have some, um, Spit some fire disagreements. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> but moving to On This Day in History, my favorite segment. So, 1962. Were you alive back then? I was not. Were you? My dad was. That's when he was born. So ABC's first colored TV series. Matt, you might know this. The Jetsons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good old first, Jetsons. First aired on ABC. And then 2002, first public version of the web browser Firefox. You don't really use Firefox, do you? Only like once a month. 
And then 1934, some little baseball. Babe Ruth's, Ruth's final appearance at Yankee Stadium. Dang. I wish I could have seen that. Would have been good. Yeah. Oh, it would have been great to watch the great Bambino play. Thank you, Red Sox. Thank you. Thank you for giving us him. So it's a birthday is also going on. My birthday? Nope. Oh. Mine almost. Oh. That's coming up. Next Monday. But yeah. Yeah. That's right. But uh, Caesar, Caesar Augustus. You mean Caesar. Augustus Caesar? It can be the same thing. <laughs> Caesar Augustus, Augustus Caesar. You ever right? been to Caesar's Palace? I have not. Have you? Pretty gorgeous. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got the statue, the little thingy. Yeah. You know the thingy? The little thingy. Yeah. Like the little inappropriate part. Oh, the statue of David? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's there. David? Yeah, that's there. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. That's why we don't teach history lessons or anything. That would be bad. It's at Caesar, but it's David. Yeah. Uh, Genghis Khan, also had a birthday? Do you know it's actually Genghis really? Khan? People just mix it up here because we don't Do we call it Genghis Grill? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's Genghis Grill? Well, it might be Genghis Grill, but it's Genghis Khan, not Genghis. Really? We didn't know. Genghis Khan. Okay. I learn something every day. Yes, and the author F. Scott Fitzgerald. I had to read a book in high school and write a paper about it. I remember that. This Side of Paradise by F. Scott Fitzgerald. What about The Great Gatsby? It was also that, too. That was good. Good book. Good book. I never saw the movie, though. It was a good movie. I like yeah. the book better. Yeah. Book was better. Books are always where it's at, but, you know. It had me on the edge of my seat. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you were. Do you read a lot? No, no. Okay. Just my script. That's probably why, why it was the edge, of, why edge of his seat script. right there. <laughs> but so some talking to some other sports news, the NBA is 28 days away. What? Four weeks. Four weeks away. Let's go. Uh, should we do some preseason predictions? Oh, yeah, we will. We'll get there. I can't wait for that. And then so it's the final week of the MLB season, Matt. Who's winning it all? It's going to be an interesting week. It's going to come down to watching a clo- couple close races. Cleveland, um, Tampa Bay, and Oakland. For Cleveland those two Browns? Wi- not, that, not the Browns. Oh. Sorry. Um, those three for that wild card spot. Also looking at maybe seeing um, the Nationals. You know, a little wild card going on in the National League. Um, but, you know, the Braves have clinched. Uh, also, that NC- NL uh, Central. Cubbies. Looks like uh, not looking good for them. Milwaukee and St. Louis, it's looking a lot better for them. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fun last couple of weeks. But, yeah, Cubs may have shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, shout out Grillmaster Barry Whittington. Your Cubs aren't making it. Sorry about wow. that. Shots fired. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Yankees are winning it all. It's a, it's a given. But isn't it crazy how the Nationals are doing better without Bryce Harper? Isn't that funny? Well, they have a lot of issues. Nationals like their bullpen and all that. I mean, it wasn't Bryce Harper. Now Bryce Harper's on Philly, and Philly got eliminated. Yeah, they're terrible. Or will be eliminated so much tonight for or tomorrow. Him. So, yeah, it's – it. Philly's had some of their issues too, and we'll see what they got to do some work in the offseason if they want to get Bryce Harper back to the playoffs. So Yeah. So, Matt, you're starting running back. First overall pick, Saquon Barkley, out four to six weeks. High ankle Four to sprain. eight weeks. Four to eight weeks. I'll take four to six, but uh, maybe. I saw four to six online when they first reported it was eight, but I think they changed it to six. So. Hey, I'll take that. So, Come yeah. back quick. But, yeah, it's going to be tough looking at the waiver wire. We'll see what happens. High so. ankle sprain, so sorry about the Giants there. Season looked like it was about to turn around. And then Michael Crabtree cut by the Cardinals. Do you remember watching him in college? 
Well, remember, I remember how good he was just back in the good old days of the NFL. Yeah. I mean, just a couple True. seasons ago. I mean, he True. was pretty dominant. Yeah, with the 49ers. That's shocking. Shocking news. And then Cam Newton is ruled out for week four, so Kyle Allen will get another start. And he looked good. He looked really good. Cam Newton, I don't know what's going on there, and I'm not liking what's about to happen. I just don't think he's ever going to be the same, especially with these injuries he's had. I don't I, I don't know how long he'll be out with this. Does Kyle Allen get the start for the rest of the year if he wins? Mm, no, I mean, if Cam's healthy, he'll start, but I don't know. It's, it's if he's healthy. Who knows what's going on? So, Teddy Bridgewater looks good for um, over the win over Seattle. So, that was impressive. I We both thought Seattle was going to dominate that game. But, in turn, um, Teddy Bridgewater looked great. They win by, what, like 15 or 20. Seattle gets a late touchdown. So, and I was shocked. I didn't think Teddy Bridgewater would have been that good, but um, proved me wrong. And so, maybe something there filling in for Breeze. Yeah. Saints fans looking pretty good, 2-1. and one. So, on last uh, sports news of the week, Derek King is to redshirt for Houston. So, Oklahoma's fourth straight Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Hey, Lincoln Riley works magic. Who knows? He may be on his way already to Norman. Hey, maybe. He was in Norman already this year. So, <laughs> add him to the list. Maybe he'll, he'll come join the Sooners. They're saying, some are saying he's going to transfer. Some are saying he's going to stay put. Matt, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Looking at the situation, I mean, it's a complete toss-up. It's crazy I, how bad Houston is this year. Yeah, with, it's um, not been Dana a good, not been a good debut for Holgerson, um, and especially not the expectations Houston was going to have. So I don't, I don't know. I think I really don't know because he looked he looked amazing last year. So good of him to transfer and then um, wait it out, see what happens. But yeah, I think he's likely to transfer. Come to Oklahoma or don't. We got Spencer Rattler. It's okay. But, so that's our other sports news of the week. And then college, some college football rundown from this past weekend. Matt, Georgia looked dominant against your Irish. They looked dominant. They did They did look good, but the Irish defense looked good in the first half. They did. Looked very dominant. Got tired down the stretch, but almost had a chance. Almost had a chance to come back. Um, so really good game. Irish were not blown out like people thought. And, you know, they fell to 10 in the AP poll. They're still in this conversation, obviously going to need help, and they got to win out. But the Irish are not finished on their season by any means, but they had a good showing. They've still got a couple of tough matchups to go for the rest of the season. But I, I was, you know what, disappointed they didn't win, but I was not upset by the way they played. So unlike me, you think their playoff, playoff hopes are still alive? I do. Playoff hopes are still alive. They have to win out. Another loss is over. But they have to win out, get a little help from everyone else. But I still think there's a shot to get in in one of those spots. If They do play Michigan this year, but that win is not going to look as good as we thought it would. Cause Michigan's 20 in the AP poll. Dropped to 20. What were they? They were 11. They were 11. They but nine you spots. don't see Michigan being that low. 20 no. seems extremely low for Michigan. That's a way far drop. That's that's too much. Michigan's been a top 15, it seems like, consistently. Yeah, so. since Jim, Jim Harbaugh. So, speaking of that game, is Wisconsin a playoff contender? I've got them winning their division. I don't have them making the college football playoff. Have them winning their division in the Big Ten. I think this Wisconsin team is extremely scary with Jonathan Taylor. Extremely scary. They are. They're good. It's a good team. Good defense. 
He was injured in the first half. I don't know what his timetable is or if he starts next week. But, yeah, he looks really dominant. Wisconsin looked good, which they're always decent, but they look really good this year. Hopefully they give Ohio State um, um, some what competition. And, Matt, will Jim Harbaugh ever get fired? You know, the hot seat is getting he's, – he's on the hot seat. He has to be hot. on the hot seat. It's lukewarm. He has to be on the hot seat. They pay, they're paying him too much. I know he's a legend, but stats-wise, he's not done anything. When the, and it is a key game on the line. What is he, 0 for 7? 0 for 0 and 4 against Ohio State, or 0 and 5, 0 and 4, 0 and 5. We're going to be 0 and 5. 0 and 7 against like top 15, 10 teams, something like that. They are not good in the big games. Mm-hmm. And... They need to start looking towards the future. Maybe Jim Harbaugh is not the guy. Maybe not. So, uh, finishing our college football rundown, Matt, give me your top four teams. I mean, it hasn't changed. Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. Mine is a little new right now. So, Bama, Georgia, Clemson, Oklahoma. So, those are my top four. I don't know why how Oklahoma dropped number six on a bye week. Ohio State played Miami, Ohio. So Hey. Quality opponent. <laughs> Give me a break. The Big Ten never plays anyone. Or the SEC. Never. But, yeah, so there's our college football rundown. Matt, let's share our burger and brat. So, I'll start. UCLA and Washington State. Thank you, called, um, football gods, for giving us that game. Where did this UCLA offense come from? They scored 67 points. They scored 50 points in the second half, which was more then the other three games combined, which they scored 42. So this is insane. We've been waiting for this Chip Kelly offense for, what, three years now? And it finally showed up in Wazoo. Man, Pullman is crazy. Pac-12 after dark is crazy. But UCLA wins 67-63. Washington State's Gordon broke the Washington State touchdown passing record, which was held by Minshew, uh, which was seven touchdowns. He threw for nine. He threw for nine touchdowns, and they lost. That's in, that's insane. Pac-12 after dark is something crazy, but thank you UCLA and Washington State for that game. Thank you. You know, I would I uh, for my burger and brat. I'm also gonna actually tack on popcorn because we're about to watch a great show play out with what's going on at the University of Kansas. If you saw this news break out, the NCAA has hit them with words that are almost like kind of a kiss of death. Lack of institutional control against Bill Self and the men's basketball program. And reading up a little bit on that, if with a level one violation, which there were five, I believe, against Bill Self, that is like a year suspension. If more of this comes out, I want to see if maybe will Bill Self be employed by Kansas much longer. Of course, this whole investigation has to play out. They're going to fight this to, to as much as they can, so nothing's going to happen the next couple weeks. It's going to draw out for a while. But this is interesting stuff because this lack of institutional control is not words you want to hear ever at a university. That is the kiss of death. I mean, we know they've been cheating. We know Bill Self cheats. Kansas cheats. Most of the top college basketball teams cheat. So, I mean, I think he keeps his job for sure. But this is, hey, they might actually do something for once about teams cheating. So that FBI investigation hitting hard on a lot of different programs, a lot of assistant coaches, these, you know, deal back end deals with Adidas and all this is going on. 
Uh, but that's my burger and brought. I'm sharing it with everyone who wants to watch the show. We're going to throw in some popcorn, too, <laughs> because buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride to see what plays out at the University of Kansas. Yeah, it's going to be – maybe they won't make it to the Final Four this year, but they're always choking the um, March Madness anyway, so whatever. It's fair. <laughs> so um, that's our Burgers and Brats. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple at Burgers and Brats, Twitter, Instagram at Burgers and Brats. Thanks for listening.